pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 151 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode, we'll be going over the newest community transmission for the month of December and into 2019. Let's get started. We have our newest community transmission, but before we get into that, I'm going to go over um, some of our newest thoughts on Genos. Do you have any other thoughts since last we recorded? Since I never get uh, matched into a Genosis, I have never, I haven't played it yet since the last podcast. I've been playing strictly um, Naboo and I think I think Camino, just Naboo and Camino. Naboo and Camino, nice. I've gotten uh, Obi Wan quite a few times, and and I'm really enjoying the new partner mechanic. Yes, that is it is a great mechanic. I enjoy Geonosis. I am a fan of the vehicle um, vehicle combat, like I said last episode, and really enjoying the way that the heroes uh, connect into the game. Also, update right now going on is the Heroes Unleashed limited time game mode going on until Monday at 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Heroes will be 75% off of battle points and up to nine heroes per side. Nice, that's awesome. And it is called Heroes Unleashed. Let's get into the details on the December community transmission. So this community transmission came out on the 11th. Incoming transmission. 2018 is coming to an end, but we've got time for one last update. Let's see what's coming on December 12th into Star Wars Battlefront 2. So this is the new update that is in the game. It brings the new Obi-Wan appearance. A brand new appearance will be arriving for Obi-Wan Kenobi, and you will soon be able to enter the battlefront dressed in his General Kenobi attire, inspired by the Clone Wars animated show. The appearance will be classified as epic and will cost 40,000 credits, or 1,000 crystals. This is something that I've been wanting to see is a Clone Wars type, you know, style into the game itself. And we and we speculated about it before them adding certain Clone Wars heroes, and I was like curious to see how the artwork would look. But it looks exactly like the show, but in human form. Very, uh, very reminiscent of uh, Ewan McGregor as well. It does, and and this like everything but the head. If you look at it from a distance, it looks exactly like the Clone Wars, you know. But the skin, the 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 outfit itself looks really like the Clone Wars, and then the face looks almost human like. Which, yes. I, which I think they did a really good job about. They did a really good job capturing the likeness of Ewan McGregor. And also, the, I, I really enjoy the voice acting by uh, James Arnold Taylor, who yeah, did the voice well for uh, Obi-Wan in the animated show. We also have Obi-Wan Kenobi improvements. It's been great to welcome Obi-Wan into Star Wars Battlefront 2, and in the December update, we're going to be making some improvements to him. We've focused a lot on his animations and have made improvements to his dodges, stagger, and defeated animations. We've also tweaked various other animations such as his jump and attack and his ground attack. Further adjustments have been made, including improvements to Obi-Wan Kenobi's model and character rigging. Many of these changes won't be visible on first glance, but they all go together to improve the overall quality and feel of General Kenobi. They've also got Geonosis improvements. We've given Geonosis an art pass, with multiple changes being made to the opening cinematics. These changes range from additional blaster marks being placed upon the factory door, to improved textures and increased details on the clone trooper helmet. Improvements have also been made to the 
the animation of the ATTE. Blast spawn rule changes. After the recent success of the fast spawn event in Blast and based on your feedback, we have decided to permanently implement the squad system into Blast. Alongside this addition, we'll also be reducing the spawn timer down to 5 seconds from 10 seconds, ensuring that Blast remains the action-packed experience that we've heard you want. Great changes there to Blast. I'm really looking forward to uh, jumping in some Blast and seeing the changes that they've made. Sounds really good. I'm I've, so I've glad been, that yeah. they've changed the spawn timer down to 5 seconds. I'm going to play Blast in forever. I mainly stick with Galactic Assault and like Hero Showdown, but I did, I've never really had a problem with the spawn timer, but then again, I don't really play Blast. It is. <laughs> it gets those, annoying. All those smaller game modes need to have a faster spawn timer because... Yeah, it's not Galactic Assault. Yeah, it's not Galactic. You don't have like 20 people spawning in. You just have like a team of 10 that you know you need to have troops on the ground. Exactly. Then the big news, and we'll be getting into our thoughts on this in a second and kind of what we want in uh, 2019. As this will be one of the last transmissions of 2018, we wanted to sign off with a look ahead to the new year and some other changes that we are working on that haven't been spoken about yet. While we don't have specific release dates for these just yet, you'll be hearing more about them closer to their respected releases. The below are still in development and details may change between now and the time they are released. Lightsaber combat. This has been a topic that is frequently brought up and quite rightfully so. It would be incredibly difficult to talk Star Wars without mentioning one of the most iconic aspects of the series. Recently we began prototyping some new changes to lightsaber combat and we're hoping to release these early in 2019. Big one here. The biggest change you will notice with this is how attacking heroes will no longer stagger backwards upon hitting a defending hero. We've also made the change that once a hero has run out of stamina, they will not be able to attack. That is that is pretty game changing there. These changes begin to roll out within the December update, where we will be replacing the stamina reticule with a brand new user interface element, which will offer better insight into how much stamina you have remaining. Alongside this user interface change, and also coming in the December update is a new UI element that displays your ability to dodge. From our playtest that has helped increase the flow of combat, making it a lot more fluid, tactical, and most importantly, enjoyable. We can't wait for you to go hands-on with it when they release in 2019. Let's talk about this uh, lightsaber combat here. It, it, was, it was a big problem in Battlefront 2015. The whole lightsaber combat was broken, and they've improved it slightly, but still the stamina, the current stamina, is really hard to understand. It's like, why is this thing getting red? Because I'm able to swing regardless, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, what's the uh, what's the point of this? I'm just swinging slower, which is the case now. After this update, it will... Once you run out of stamina, you won't be able to swing. Yeah, or block. Which, which is understandable. It balances the, the overpoweredness of a lightsaber. But really, you, you're not going to be able to see this in play unless you're playing another lightsaber wielder. Yeah. Because you really don't have consecutive swings that often yeah usually you're blocking when you're up against like a, uh, a weapons user such as phasma or finn yeah and the the defending thing it's way better than it was in 2015 like i was saying but it's still a little janky mm -hmm. i'm so happy that they will no longer stagger backwards when you hit a defending hero because you can literally hold your lightsaber and have the opposite you know, a villain or hero swing at you and li literally it does nothing. So it's, it's nice to see this coming out because, you know, when when you have ending lag with lightsaber wielders, it's never a good thing. So glad to see these changes. The next 
Trooper Customization will be granting the officer an armored appearance and offering the Navy officer as a free unlockable option. Much like the Navy officer, all other default appearances will be available as free unlocks. Yes, armored officers are confirmed. We will have more details on Trooper Customization in 2019, but we wanted to let you know that it's something that's on the way. On the subject of Trooper appearances, we can also confirm that in January, we will be rolling out changes to the 41st, 91st, 104th, and 327th clone trooper squadrons based on your feedback earlier this year. So this is the change where uh, there I actually make the uh, troopers canon in their appearances. Before it was a very poor choice of changes. It was very minimalistic. It wasn't accurate to um, how it was in the show or in the movies. So they will be changing that and to make everything much more realistic. Next is the emote wheel. And this one I am I'm pretty happy about. Definitely. Emotes are a fun addition to the game and allow you to personalize your troopers and heroes with some additional personality. Up until now, the amount of emotes you've been able to equip has been limited. Too. But we're making some changes in early 2019 that will alleviate this problem. Through the use of the emote wheel, we will allow you to select from up to 8 emotes during the game. One tap of a button and the emote wheel appears. From here, you'll be able to select the emote that you want to use. As we move forward, we are also investigating the ability to have a secondary emote wheel that focuses more on gameplay related communication, such as cover me and defend here. Very nice. Definitely the emote the emote wheel is definitely what we've been wanting. Yes, all the, all the emotes. Yes. Oh, was it three you could have equipped in Battlefront 2015? Battlefront 2015, it was three emotes that you could have. Uh, on the D-pad, it was up, down, uh, up, right, and left. Yeah. It's it's kind of a, you know, a, you know Fortnite-esque type yeah. situation. And I and I like that. I want them to focus more on emotes and have, like, that desirable as much as it is, as it is in Fortnite. Yeah, it's, it's fun to have emotes. Because there's so many awesome lines in Star Wars. I mean, Palpatine alone, they need to expand Palpatine. Yeah. Like, seriously. <laughs> I would have a whole, you know, will for Palpatine. Yes. If that ever comes along. <laughs> It'd be cool if you got a preset emote wills. Yeah. Or if you could change them you should in be able the to spawn screen. I don't know about spawn screen, but I can definitely see them being able in the uh, collection area of the map, being able to equip up to eight. And I don't think you have to, uh, you wouldn't have to uh, fill it up completely, but being yeah. able to customize which ones you have in your rotation. Yeah. And then the uh, gameplay related communication, you know, a lot of multiplayer shooters have that mm -hmm. and it does help, I guess. But most of the time, if you're in a party, that's when you're going to be using these terms. But I mean, it's nice to see a nice quality of life change. Yes. Next are the December update release notes. Quality of life. Implemented a new UI bar for improved readability of hero stamina. The player's health bar has been updated with an indicator that lets players know how many dodges are available. Implemented squad spawn on blast and reduced the spawn timer for that mode to 5 seconds. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Fix an issue where a fully charged all-out push ability would not deal damage to enemies that are in the second half of the ability zone. Fixing an issue where the UI lines of the all-out push ability would not be completely visible if the player doesn't charge up the ability. Fixed an issue where players could not cancel the defensive rush ability by dodging. Fixed an issue where players couldn't see the lightsaber ignite animation while being frozen by Kylo Ren. Prevented lightsaber damage for Obi-Wan if he is attacked by lightsabers during the defensive rush ability. Fixed an issue where Emperor Palpatine's main attack would show on Obi-Wan Kenobi's body instead of his lightsaber when deflecting. Yeah, that, that one... I have noticed, but it looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it does look pretty epic. I'm like, did they add this animation? Fixed an issue where Obi-Wan's Your Move and Absolute Emotes would be swapped in-game. 
moved Obi-Wan's all-out push ability to the left ability slot and defensive rush to the right one in order to address player feedback and improve consistency. General Grievous fixed an issue where General Grievous would not deal additional damage when attacking from behind. Fixed an issue where General Grievous would occasionally get stuck in animation when hit by a shot grenade. Fixed an issue where General Grievous would occasionally deal unrelenting advance ability damage by blocking. Darth Vader fixed an issue where Darth Vader would occasionally get stuck in the choke animation. I've actually been stuck in this. I was a I was not able to activate any of my abilities or block. I was just able to attack. Interesting. Did, were you able to get out of it or you just died? I had to quit the match, actually. Dang. Mm -hmm. Han Solo. Fixed an issue where Han Solo's detonite charge would not visually explode when triggered. Squad spawn changes. Fixed an issue where players would occasionally be able to select empty squad spawn slots. Fixed an issue where the players where the start button would be grayed out when the player attempts to spawn on a squad member inside a land vehicle. Fixed an issue where players would not be able to choose seemingly available heroes or reinforcements while the spawn delay timer is active. That's what yeah, you were experiencing. That's what I was experiencing. So it was a bug. Last last week on the last episode, uh, we were talking about an issue in the spawn screen where uh, you'd spawn in after you die and you weren't able to select any heroes or move on to the next phase where you could pick a spawn slot. You just had to wait for the timer to go through. Yeah, which makes more sense now that I, you know, see it on paper. But I guess I wasn't really familiar with the new squad system because, you know, normally you would choose your reinforcement and then go into the timer delay, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they fixed, fixed it. That. I'm really happy. Game mode and map changes. Hero showdown. Fix an issue that would prevent a game round to start properly. If a player would not pick a hero within this allotted time. Geonosis. Various level art, audio, draw distance, and collision fixes, focusing on the vehicle debris and rocks on Geonosis. Made some slopes in phase 3 of Geonosis easier to traverse with the ATTE. Hallelujah. Fix an issue where the LAAT carrying, uh, carrying an ATTE would occasionally appear in very low resolution. Fix an issue where Boba Fett that would be able to float on invisible ceilings in certain areas uh, during phase two. Fixed an issue where a blank scene would show up in the beginning of the final cutscene on Geonosis. Bespin. Fix an issue where players could reach a spot outside the map geometry by using Boba Fett or any lightsaber carrying hero. Crate. Fix an issue where the hangar objectives on Crate would be named Hard Cells. That more than likely is a carryover from uh, adding Geonosis. Vehicle changes. The STAP. Fix an issue where the STAP's laser barrage ability would fire an extra laser stream to the ground. ATTE. Fix an issue where the ATTE's front cannon muzzle flash would show in the wrong color. Added more audiovisual effects when the ATTE is being dropped on Geonosis. General changes and miscellaneous. Fixed a visual issue where the ATST would look too small in the end of round MVP screen. Fixing a visual issue where the rim light effect would turn on and off when rotating characters in inspector mode. Fixed a visual issue when where unlocking hero starfighter star cards would stretch the artwork for the respective card. Fix an issue where smart ion grenade explosions visual effects would occasionally be missing when exploding near vehicles. And the known issue, in order to ensure scoring fairness, we have dis we have currently disabled the scoring event when a player squad spawns on you. We're investigating the cause of the exploit and will proceed to fix at a later update. So they... <laughs> this is like the Battlefront 2 equivalent of the Lando glitch, score-wise. Yeah. I actually got this glitch, not on purpose. I was like, what is going on? Because I got 20,000 battle points in one life. First off, my internet sucks right now, and I'm not doing that good. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up the round. Our, our team lost fairly early on Starkiller base. I ended the round with over 50,000 battle points with like three eliminations because I was getting like 2,000 battle points for every person that spawned on me. Yeah. With that, <laughs> you just had to stay alive yeah. and out of combat. <laughs> 
And it was weird because I kept the glitch kept coming to me every, every time I died. So it was like a just perpetual. I was just making so much battle points. Yeah. So that is no longer a, the case. Yeah. I'm kind of sad, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I didn't I don't know how to like, you know, purposely exploit this glitch, like how it, you know, induces it. Yeah. It just happened to me. You're like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I'm doing really good this round. No. <laughs> and those are the changes to Star Wars Battlefront 2 in the December update. What are you thought so far, Sam? I think it was a solid update. It, it was a good bug fixing update. It was a good, solid, uh, we're going to fix some things that were introduced with Geonosis. And a lot of the bugs that they're fixing have been, you know, problems since day one, like the yeah. lightsaber changes, which, which is good to see that they're, you know, looking back. And not just fixing the new stuff that they add. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan of uh, these kinds of updates. And I'm liking the the skins that are dropping like every update. Yes. And I, I hope there's more Clone Wars type stuff. Especially when Anakin comes out. I'm definitely looking forward to that Anakin skin. <laughs> yes. I'm ready for the emotes. Oh, yeah. There has to be an I hate Cause, sand emote. Because they're adding the emote will. That means, you know, they're acknowledging emotes, which means, I mean, even Obi-Wan just had an amazing amount of emotes, meme-wise. Good emote. General Good Grievous, emotes. he had a wide selection of emotes comparatively. Yes. Which is nice to see. Definitely going to be spending my uh, credits on emotes from now on <laughs> after I get that that General Grievous skin, of course. And this new Obi-Wan skin. Yeah, my gosh. we I still haven't got the, uh, the Lando skin, the uh, Childish Gambino skin. Mm-hmm. So we've got support into 2019 after what we already know we've gotten a little look at it what things are you looking forward to and what in 2019 definitely anakin and count dooku we we know we're getting those i, I mean know. after that i don't know actually i mean i hope they keep with the trend of releasing seasons every so often and i hope they get into a groove of it because it's been very inconsistent thus far mm-hmm. I, I think they're just starting to get into the groove of things now because in battlefront 2015 you know they had months you know months apart exactly yeah to the three day. months it and was, it was uh, we got four DLC packs and they were one every quarter. And it's just been, you know, just so much confusion and miscommunication concerning those. Yeah. And in the beginning, it was like, oh, we're going to get uh, a new update every week. And then after that, it switched to two weeks. And then there was silence. And then it was a month. And then it was like, okay, we're going to get this type of update every two weeks. And then this type of month uh, every month. Because when we got the the Last Jedi DLC, because it was, it was on time. Yeah, scheduled because they already had it announced when the game was announced and you know it seemed like there was a lot of hope for the seasons and them continuing it forward correctly as they promised but then it dropped off and then months later we get our update you know what we were promised were you know less content overall more frequently it was, it was smaller updates more frequently but overall it a would higher be more amount content, yeah. yeah which we were getting less content and more wait time yeah i i, I understand that they had some problems with the launch. The biggest thing was the progression system. That set them behind several months. But now since we got all the squared away, I hope that they continue with this frequently. And and I'm all right with them, you know, splitting up the villains and heroes for DLCs because it, it makes it more fun overall and doesn't burn out easily. I really want them to focus more on the seasons as we know them and iterate upon that. They've been doing a great job with the, uh, tr- the communication around the roadmaps. The roadmaps I've been really enjoying enjoying seeing this now obviously when they announced the clone war season we had some discrepancies in that we thought we were going to get four heroes two at one time and then later on at two it ended up being we're going to have one in october we're going to have one in november we're going to have a zero in december one in january and one in february yeah and we thought that geonosis was going to be released earlier as well with the new game mode yeah they just they, they need to inform us 
as the players what's coming and when it's coming. We, we, we want a map and we want the hero. And up until Geonosis, we didn't re- know, really know what we were getting in updates. It was kind of a shot in the dark. I want a map that has little small smaller maps as well with game modes that cater to that i just hope it's not all galactic assault when you think about front two you do think of the galactic assault yeah so that was like the main line mode but there's so much other stuff going on in here i've had more fun with the smaller game modes than i have with galactic assault i don't know what they're what the future is for but i hope it's a little more you know not all over the place but you know here's a big game mode here's a smaller game mode here's some bigger maps here's some smaller maps just some just some variety in it. I really, I agree with you. I really want smaller game modes. I think with Geonosis, it would have been really nice to have some like... Yeah, like the Droid Factory. The Droid Factory. Even the Colosseum yeah. type format. Colosseum definitely for like Heroes versus Villains. That would be amazing. Um, Hero, Hero Showdown. And I would really like to see like Strike on the, um, the Droid Factory. That would be pretty cool. But going out of the Clone War season... It's going to be ending in February, so we assume we don't know 100%. We haven't had much communication on exactly what to expect except for what was in this transmission today. So, what kind of future seasons would you like to see? Do you want them to keep with the Clone Wars? I do, actually. I do as well. Because the sequel trilogy has been explored fairly well because, you know, there's not much content there. Mm -hmm. The original trilogy, like most of the heroes and villains are based off of that. And this game is actually exploring the prequel trilogy you know, which Battlefront 2015 lacked. So I, I think they should continue with this. Yeah, I definitely I think... I don't know if they will, but... I think the we'll community see. and the, the support for Clone Wars is definitely there, especially after the success and popularity of the Geonosis update. I know a lot of critics are changing their tune after all of these changes and seeing uh, General Grievous and Obi-Wan and Geonosis all coming in. Even just from, like, a business standpoint, money-making, like, thus far, the prequel season, Geonosis, has been the most successful... By a large margin. Solo was a flop. The Last Jedi was was lackluster. And us as Star Wars fans are very... uh, We're in a drought in Clone Wars and prequel era content. Yeah, because it it was written off at the first point in the movie. But now that the last... You know, the new sequel trilogy is kind of lowering people's expectations for Star Wars. (laughs) Now people are going back to the prequel trilogy. And there's nothing wrong with the prequel trilogy. Like, the content is amazing. The ideas are amazing. Yeah, it's just... The films films are good. Except for the second one. (laughs) But it introduced clones, so... Yeah, give it that, I guess. (laughs) If if we must give it something. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, the most villains and heroes are from the prequel trilogy. Yeah, because there were just a, a... an insane amount of lightsaber wielders, both uh, good and evil. While in the original trilogy, we had uh, we had Luke and Obi Wan, and that's and I, that's what I liked about Battlefront 2015. It was like exploring lesser known original trilogy heroes like Dengar, yeah, Greedo. That's who, what I want to see from the prequel. Nine Numb, who yeah. became who who was my favorite character before the game came out with Nine Numb. But just just highlighting him in a way that made us all us uh, pancake face lovers really happy. And that's what I like about Battlefront is you're able to play these heroes in some cases lesser known heroes and you know feel connected to them somehow. And next time you watch the movies, you're like, hey, I know his abilities and you know I know how he works. And it's it's just a really cool experience. I'd also like to see more weapons. We haven't gotten any new weapons in the game. Yeah, because weapons were like number one priority in Battlefront 2015. Like, I knew every weapon. I can name every weapon in Battlefront 2015. And with this one, they're like, is that an extension of the A1A2ADC? You know, 
They just like you just change one letter, change one letter. Mm-hmm. It's different. The actual props and stuff in the game are, are fantastic, but I'm not like, oh, there's that weapon, there's that weapon. I need to get this one because it's it's locked behind a it's kill very barrier. Limited, yeah, in the classes to restrict that in some cases. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was really pushing for classes, but now that it's here, kind of miss the good old days where you could <laughs> customize just the weapons, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll, I'll go back and watch Star Wars, and I will point out all of the weapons that I know from Battlefront 2015. Just like the the one scene where Leia is using a stinger pistol. A stinger pistol. And then they bring that into Battlefront 2 uh, 2017. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, I, I want more heroes, obviously. Heroes are always great. I would like to see more. I would like to see a season dedicated to the smaller game modes. I think that would be really nice to have multiple maps instead of just one huge one and um, kind also, of expand on that. I also want to see boost to the classes because they haven't really been touched since launch. You know, we want more abilities, star cards. Could you imagine if they added a new class? That would be awesome. I don't know how, like, they probably wouldn't have the infrastructure on the development side to do something like that, but I think it would be cool to add another like even if it's just a support class i think that would be cool even if they revamp a class to a certain extent because they do have like a rock paper scissors type thing going on but but uh, the abilities are star cards really lacking in this game seems way less way less options in that and that filled there. Yeah, 2019 looks bright. I think that's about it for this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. And I am Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWBpodcast, twitter.com slash SWBpodcast. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast, or on PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. And if you want to support us completely free, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Tell your friends about our podcast who play Battlefront. We would really appreciate it either way. Our email is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. And may the force be with you.